Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, May 7th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, let's start off the show uh, first off with a hearty congratulations to Broadway radio friend Kurt Deutsch, who I don't know how to describe everything that he does, but producer of both shows, movies, albums, uh, obviously most known for Shikaboom, which was bought by a big conglomerate of some sort. But anyway, he got married over the weekend. So congratulations to Kurt. Also over the weekend, James, you guys had a hearty discussion on this week on Broadway about the first group of nominations from the Tonys. Every year you guys do this, pick a handful of them and discuss them every week. Uh, on Sunday, you talked about best book and score of a musical, best performance um, and a leading role in all of the categories, both actor and actress and play and musicals. So what jumped out to you from the discussion that you had with Peter and Michael uh, that people might be interested in out of the discussion about those six categories? Well, I, I guess the thing that's the best part about talking with Peter and Michael about this is that uh, their encyclopedic knowledge of <laughs> everything uh, and the reminders of the performances that we've had throughout this past year. So it's... Um, it's a good it's a good listen to catch you up and remind you of the different performances that were out there and why we liked them so much. Uh, so uh, and like as you said, uh, we're doing it in two parts. Uh, we covered the leading uh, actors in the categories and uh, best book and things like that. And next week we're going to be covering best play, best musical, and the supporting categories. Awesome. Oh yeah, and we also uh, we we chatted. Uh, you and I chatted with uh, Leia Salonga, but that was a uh, oh right a couple of weeks ago, a couple of yeah. weeks ago, and so uh, that was just out this Saturday as well, and and uh, it's getting a lot of positive feedback on that. Yeah, I'll tell you, the uh, social media frenzy that is created by anything that Leia Salonga retweets definitely helps the uh, social media Q score. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, first up in the news, we had uh, Off-Broadway League announces the 33rd annual Lucy Lortel Awards. Yes. Last night, in fact, we are recording just minutes after they announced the final award, which we're going to talk about here in a second. Um, but the uh, Off-Broadway League presented the Lucy Lortel Awards last night at the NYU Skirball Center. It was hosted by Laura Benanti and not Jason Jones. Um, but Jeremy Shamos, who stepped in to replace him. Um, it was a very good night for one K-pop. Uh, so that was a very good thing for them. But we're going to get to that first up in the outstanding play category, James. We had a tie. Don't see that very often. There was a tie between Cost of Living and Schoolgirls or the African Mean Girls play. Congratulations to both K-pop as I mentioned before, one of the outstanding musical category, Jesus Hopped the A-Train, one of the outstanding revival category, Harry Clark starring Billy Crudup, one outstanding solo show. Uh, Ann Kaufman for Mary Jane, one outstanding director. And now let's get into the performance categories. Sean Carvajal won best outstanding or outstanding lead actor in a play for Jesus Hopped the A-Train. Carrie Coon won outstanding lead actress in a play for Mary Jane. Greg Mazgala won uh, outstanding featured actor in a play for Cost of Living. Uh, Marirai Sithole won for uh, Schoolgirls of the African Mean Girls play in the outstanding featured actress in a play category. Moving on to the musicals, Damon Duano won Outstanding Lead Actor in a Musical for The Lucky Ones. Ashley Park won for K-Pop for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Musical. Her co-star, Jason Tam from K-Pop, won the Outstanding Featured Actor in a Musical category. And then finally, Tiffany Mann won the Outstanding Featured Actress in a Musical for the Jerry Springer, The Opera. Uh, we will have the complete list 
of uh, Lucille Lortel winners in the show notes at BroadwayRadio.com. But we do want to mention the honorary awards, including Eve Ensler, who won the Lifetime Achievement Award. Michael Friedman was posthumously inducted into the Playwrights Sidewalk. And the uh, WP Theater was given an honorary award for their outstanding body of work. Now, James, these obviously have no bearing on the Tony Awards uh, since they are literally only for off-Broadway stuff. But this is one of the bigger awards. It's come from the Off-Broadway League, and it just feels like there's some really meaty, important stuff off-Broadway this season. Not sure that much of it will ever make it to Broadway. Um, you know, Mary Jane, Carrie Coon won for Mary Jane, which we talked with Adam Feldman about, hoping that it would come. But um, even in a year when we don't see anything that's an obvious transfer to Broadway, like we've seen in the last few seasons with Hamilton and Dear Evan Hansen and the band's visit still a really impressive season off broadway yeah i mean you hit upon it it's uh, these awards uh are not going to impact this year's tony awards um yeah yeah, very fair very fair (laughs) maybe next year's tony awards and uh it's just so much renewed buzz around k-pop i mean k-pop was so hot when it was playing Mm -hmm. uh and uh, talks abound about K-pop, and then after K-pop had closed a couple weeks later, we didn't hear anything about it, and now everybody's talking about K-pop again. So uh, perhaps we're going to see K-pop. Do you know, did, did K-pop have a recording, a cast recording? No, it did not, which I think is too bad because uh, I think it really could have capitalized on this, unless they do think it might have a further incarnation. Obviously, uh, Ashley Park is going to be busy for the next yeah. year or so with Mean Girls, but perhaps after that, uh, we could see it remounted in some form or fashion, either in New York, on Broadway, or somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, so let's move forward into the other award season news. Yes. Overnight, the Outer Critics Circle Awards were announced, and I want to run through some of the biggies. The full results are going to be available in the show notes. Real quick, Outstanding New Broadway Play went to Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Outstanding New Broadway Musical went to SpongeBob SquarePants. Not exactly sure why the band's visit wasn't eligible for this award, since it is new Broadway musical, but whatevs. Uh, Off-Broadway Play was Admissions. Off-Broadway Musical was Desperate Measures. Revival of a Play went to Angels in America while My Fair Lady won revival of a musical. In the performance categories, the winners were Andrew Garfield, Glinda Jackson, Ethan Slater, Lauren Ambrose, Nathan Lane, Laurie Metcalf, Norbert Leo Butts, Lindsay Mendez, and Billy Crudup. Again, the full slate of winners will be over at broadwayradio.com. Now, okay, James, moving on to some other awards info. On Friday, it was announced that the host of next week's 84th Annual Drama League Awards will be the Plastics from Mean Girls. Of course, the aforementioned Ashley Park, uh, as well as her fellow Tony nominee Taylor Louderman and Kate Rockwell. The annual luncheon will take place on Friday, May 18th at 1130 a.m. at the Marriott Marquis in Times Square. And then finally, James, oh, this is going to be fun. On Friday, we learned that our very own Peter Felicia will be hosting the 74th Annual Theater World Awards from the Circle in the Square Theater at 2 p.m. on Monday, June 4th. As that is the home of Once on this Island, <laughs> all attendees are encouraged to wear, quote, festive island wear. And if Peter Felicia is not wearing a Hawaiian shirt, flip flops and a lay, I will be supremely disappointed. Um, we also learned that the Theater World Award uh, alum, Victor Garber, will receive the sixth annual John Willis Award for Lifetime Achievement in the Theater, celebrating his 46th year on the Broadway stage. Now, James, I don't know Peter nearly as well as you do, obviously. But there's no chance we're seeing him in a Hawaiian shirt, is there? <laughs> I I sort of feel like that is a possibility. All uh, right, I'll take the possibility. Broadway World will, I'm certain, sure, will have uh, 
photographers there. So I will I will be jonesing for a Peter Felicia Hawaiian shirt photo from, you know, Walter or whoever we have out there. <laughs> uh, at the top of the of the top of this show, you asked me about um, something interesting about uh, this week on Broadway, and it totally eluded me at that moment. But let me flash back to that for a minute and okay. say that uh, Peter had mentioned that he would not be surprised if Ethan Slater won. For, and which uh, is interesting that because you've been saying this for a little while, and and I mm-hmm. support that. Uh, and he also said that he felt that Paul Alexander Nolan might should have been the fifth nominee in that category. Uh, and and what reminded me of it was uh, bringing the Hawaiian shirt because Paul Alexander <laughs> Nolan wears some sort of Hawaiian shirt in the first act yeah. of Escape to Margaritaville. Well, I think there was only four nominees in that category because there was only five eligible performances. So by rule, they couldn't have the fifth one. Did he think that he should have been in someone else's place or did he think that they should have overrode the rules to bring no, in a no. fifth nominee? No, he's uh, because I think we were just discussing about the the women's category had six people in it. And he and we were talking about the men's category only mm, having four yeah. in it. And, uh, uh, you know, we, we didn't really think much about the rules itself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a function of how many eligible performances there were. Hmm. See, we should have had you on. No, no. You guys are do just fine by yourselves. You don't need me. There's nothing that I can tell you that you three don't already know. Well, if you can't tell us that, then tell us this. What do you have in the recommendations? Okay, I've got three very different things. First up, there was a great article in the New York Times on Friday from Calundra Smith that looks at the impact of the filming uh, tax credits that the state of Georgia has given to TV and movie companies and how it's impacted Atlanta theater actors. Now, you've heard I've talked about this thing a lot, James, over the years since I've uh, spent a lot of time in Atlanta. But what's cool about this article is not only does it go into it, but they focus on the careers of four different Atlanta based actors. The first one that they talk about, uh, Danielle Deadweiler, I'm not familiar with. Um, But the other three are all people that I um know as performers, and I've actually interviewed all three of them, Bethany Ann Lind, Enoch King, and Andrew Benator. So it's a really cool article to look at how theater artists make a living outside of New York and people who make their careers primarily on stage but are able to supplement thanks to these tax incentives. It's a really cool read, so we'll have that link in the show notes. Also, um, there's something coming out of St. Louis, as we've talked about before. The Muni is celebrating its 100th season, and there's going to be a new um, exhibit uh, called Muni Memories 100 Seasons on Stage at the Missouri, uh, Missouri History Museum. So if you're in the area, either if you live there or you're passing through this summer, check that out. And then finally, James, You alerted me to this because I hadn't listened yet, but over the weekend, NPR's beloved game show, which we've talked about fairly recently, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, had a Broadway-themed Bluff the Listener game. Uh, I have to admit, James, I knew the answer. Uh, Did you know this one ahead of time, or or were were you unfamiliar with the true story? No, no. I was unfamiliar with the true story. I I thought at first that, uh, oh, I'm going to totally nail this, and of course, just... (laughs) Just like in HQ trivia, whenever a, whenever HQ, mm-hmm. HQ trivia asks a Broadway question, I, I get it wrong. I, mm. just, I start I start I start salivating when there's a theater related category on Jeopardy. Yeah, exactly. So uh, <laughs> yeah, 
No, but uh, Wait, Wait's such a great show, and I was so, excited that they had a, you know, every now and then they have some sort of, uh, some Broadway reference. Not as much as the West Wing Weekly, but. No. <laughs> All right, Matt. Uh, so I know we've got some catching up to do. What else do you have? All right. So in some other news, there's some headlines that didn't make it into the main part of the show that I wanted to make sure everyone was aware of. We're going to start with something serious. As on Friday, USA Today reported that Dorothy Bruns had been arrested and charged with manslaughter, criminally negligent homicide and reckless driving in connection with a fatal accident that killed two children, including the four-year-old daughter of Tony winner Ruthie Ann Miles. As this story develops and works its way through the court system, we will obviously keep you updated. And more of the traditional news that we normally cover last week, we also learned that Broadway and NCIS Los Angeles star Barrett Foa and John John Briones from Miss Saigon have been cast as Oscar and Herman, respectively, in the previously announced Reprise 2.0 production of Sweet Charity, which will be directed and choreographed by Kathleen Marshall and will star Laura Bell Bundy. This show will run from June 20th through July 1st on the campus of UCLA. In other news, yesterday we learned that Jack Weatherall would replace the previously announced TV and movie star John Noble as Elliot Isaac in Roundabout Skin Tight, opposite Adina Menzel. Noble, was, uh, Noble has had to depart the production due to scheduling conflicts. And finally, two off-Broadway shows announced extensions on Friday. First, York Theatre Company's Unexpected Joy has extended through May 27th, and Classic Stage has extended Summer and Smoke through May 25th. If you would like more information on any or all of these stories, please check out the show notes at broadwayradio.com. Were you going to mention something about Dave? Uh, Dave who? The world premiere of Dave. Oh, I was. You're right. I completely missed that one. Yeah. Uh, very good. Very good. Uh, I, what happened was is I threw the Ruthie and Miles story in there and forgot that. But yes, uh, last week it was reported that down in Washington, D.C. at the arena stage, they had announced an additional casting to the world premiere musical adaptation of the movie Dave. Uh, joining the previously announced Drew Gehlig in the title role will be Mamie Paris and Josh Breckenridge. The show is scheduled to begin performances on July 13th at the Krieger Theater, and it will run through August 19th. If you uh, don't remember, the show is written by Thomas Meehan, Nell Benjamin, and Tom Kitt. And what a great cast. It also includes uh, Brian Ha, uh, Marie Parham from uh, Prince of of Broadway here recently. Looks like uh, what a great creative team, James. Like this is, you know, Thomas Meehan's up in age, but putting Nell Benjamin and Tom Kidd together, that just seems like a home run to me. So I'll be very excited to see what happens with this show over the summer down in D.C. or up in D.C., depending on your geographical <laughs> location. Uh, maybe even to the right or to the left. Uh, yeah, to the left might be hard. Might but, be hard, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, eh, well, you know. <laughs> but yeah, good call. Good. I'm glad you were reading the script and I wasn't. All right. Why don't you get us out of here? All right, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. And, man, how was that LeBron buzzer beater on, on Saturday night, James? Unbelievable. Ooh, uh, and how about those New York Yankees? I, what? I, Who? Yeah, yeah. What? The Mets fans have all disappeared. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Reds fan. They're awful. Oh, well, you know, got to be faithful. Uh, my, my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for kicking off your week with us, and uh, Matt and I will be back and talk with you tomorrow. 